Hey y'all. Oh lord, here comes Chantal. What? Nothing. We just know you always with the shit. And is. So what you got for us this time? Oh, you know, just a little hookah, little drink for our conversation. Well, what else is new? This episode. So let's get to it. Hey y'all, I see y'all wearing your masks, signing your petitions, wearing t-shirts, representing the movement. More power to all of you. But guess what? I have a new sponsor who caters into everything that you can think of with customizing. And they're called Cab Customs. So look on Instagram, C-A-A-B-C-U-S-T-O-M-S. That's Cab Customs also known as home of the culturally ratchet apparel immediately when you go on your page you'll see great shirts like i love being black it's dangerous but it's dope af y'all know what that means right also they have brianna taylor apparel and any apparel that you can imagine that'll speak your mind and it's great for both men and women so again go on cab customs on instagram or go on cabcustoms.com but of course make sure you tell them the glass mike sent you thanks again back to the show Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Glass Mic, where there's no script, just transparent talk. I'm Chantal Says It All, and it is the new year. Yup. It's the new year. 2021. Mm-hmm. New year, same rules, so y'all can't know who my guest is yet. I haven't introduced them, but you know it's the guy. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> Before we see who he is, this episode has to start off with trying ish. And of course, you all know with this segment, these are products that are not paid ads. Some of these products were sent, and some I purchased. You're truly on behalf of the glass mic. If you or someone you know is interested in having a product tried on the show, make sure you send that to us on Instagram at the glass mic or email us at info at the So I have a couple of little goodies that were sent from Love Pretty P on Instagram. L O V E P R E T T I P. Pretty P a Kata Perry. There we go. So yes, she sent in a couple of goodies. Um, I'm gonna introduce my personal favorite first. It's the Venus Refresh and the pH is capitalized. They're feminine wipes. They don't have a scent to them. So you know how most feminine products they be like really, really like feminine smelly. And then when you have sex, next thing you know, somebody like, oh, I taste this or I smell it ain't hidden right you know what i'm saying so i got a wax yesterday and i'm really sensitive after i get waxes so after i um got that i did try one of the wipes and i liked it and it made me feel really fresh and made me feel really feminine and tingly and i also tried her feminine body wash again i'm not really a big fan of using products down below uh one of the products i did want to try was honey pot 
Um, but I didn't get to it because I've been trying to work on making sure I'm good with taking probiotics and my vitamins and eating better. But I did get this product a try. I liked it. It wasn't overbearing. Um, I'm very sensitive again, and I didn't have any issues. Speaking of issues, she also sent in PA strips. So look here, ladies. You know, some days everything be good. Some days it be like, mm. what if you like? Somebody smell like tutti. Smell like tur. <laughs> <laughs> so look, <laughs> we childish. Somebody yeah. do the tainty. Yeah. So you can check your pH levels. Of course, you know, if you pay attention in science class or not, you have basic in the city. I remember that, and I haven't been in school in ages. So you have those. She takes care of you. If you're into sage, I me, mean, I'm personally not. Don't throw an arrow at me. But if you are, she does provide sage so she can help you get that energy. You'll be on Instagram all the time like me. Yep. So it's this mean video. If you ask me, I will send it to y'all. But it's a mean video, and it's the characters from Arthur. And they're running around in a dark house. And the caption was like, when you burn sage and you don't let the windows up, the demons don't know where to go. <laughs> so they just running around the room all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's what your liking is, she does provide the sage for you. And again, go on Instagram, uh, type in L-O-V-E-P-R-E-T-T-I-P and tell her that the glass mic sent you. Yes. So the next portion is shot o'clock. So my viewers, I know y'all see me. I'm looking real good. Y'all remember last time this part right here that was body. Like I lost 40 pounds. Woo! Yep. I lost 40 pounds. So this part of my body, I'm just keep looking at the camera like, dang, that's me for real. I used to have a weave to hide it so I can like catfish. Mm -hmm. I ain't got a catfish no more. So speaking of, I'm doing a Daniel fast right now. Today is the last day. So in honor of God, I said that I love y'all, but he comes first. I'm not going to be protecting in the hookah or the shot. So I'm going to have a shot of water. Let me get my water bottle. You're going to have your shot of wine. Yeah. Unless you want water. I'm, I don't pressure. So cheers. Cheers to 2021. 2021. I said that like it was vodka. That's how y'all know I be uh, playing when I take my shot. It don't even be strong. Water not even strong. So just to break the ice, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guests and we're going to play our game. Say hey to the people. What's going on, people? What's your name? Cortez. Oh, Cortez. Cortez the Great. You're not the original The Great. It's fine, but it's 2021, so that name belongs to me. Mm, you see how his voice kind of cracked? <clears throat> see? Exactly. I proved my point. Well, hey, Cortez The What's Great. Up? You breaking the season three, Virginia? Look, look they just yep. going to be used to it now. You manifested season one. We were recording on this iPad right. the whole now, show on this iPad on the couch. I had a bunnet on. He was like, when I'm going to be back? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're back. I'm back. You're back at missed. it again. So, so we're going to play. I got some new games for you. Let's go. So I got Truth or Drink, Would You Rather, and Things You Should Know. I'll go first. All right. Okay. Truth or Drink. <clears throat> I'm going to get them with this one. Today was the day you wrote me on Facebook. 
um, back in 2016. Okay, what I was supposed to say. If you think it's the truth, say it's the truth. Right. And if it's not, take a drink. It's not the truth. It's not the truth? No. Oh. It is. Drink, 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 <laughs> drink, 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 drink. Me ain't speak. I can't curse it, y'all. So y'all not going to hear the colorful language. I don't have that. I've been drinking candy. and my brain cells are non-functioning on the left side of my brain. The left side? Or the right. You need to be confident in your lies. I just was saying the left side to see if you were telling the okay, truth Okay, next not. question, please. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> you could ask me, truth or drink, would you rather our thing or something I should know? Um, I think there's something you should know. Okay, what's something that I should know? Mm. You want me to give an example? Yeah, because you didn't give me no heads up. Oh, this. I don't want. Oh, oh, I don't warn people, baby. Okay. I let people sink or swim. So, let's just say, for example, things should I know? Did you know that it's just real basic? A butterfly starts off as a caterpillar. Yeah, something like that. It don't have to oh, be okay. nothing. Just rig- it could be anything about animals, life, whatever. Um, did you know that it? Do you know uh-huh. that it take eight minutes from sun life to reach Earth? For real? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it take eight minutes for the sunlight to reach Earth. It must be on CPT time. I don't know what time is on, but I learned that in like fifth grade. I didn't learn it. I'm a Google. See, I like stuff like that. I like knowing little stuff like that because it yeah. broke the ice. Like the more you know, now I feel a little smarter. So I'm gonna play one more with you. I'm gonna do Would You Rather. All right. Ooh. What kind of what level you want? You want it? Um, PG, rated R. What type of question you want me to ask? Just throw one at me. Throw one? Oh, throw it at me. Um, would you rather wake up and realize that living out here was a dream from whatever day you wake up from and you're able to go back and fix stuff that you dreamt so, for mm-hmm. example, you wake up and it's 2017 in Mississippi. Would you be, would you rather wake up there and be like, whew, I, it's a lot of stuff I didn't do, so it's a lot of stuff I dodged. Or would you rather wake up in Mississippi and realize that it was a dream and redo everything? I um, I'd rather wake up and realize it was a dream and then do everything that was in the dream. Do everything that was in the dream? Like yeah. good and bad? Good and bad. Okay. Yeah. You drink so, brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a brand answer because clear, I'd be like, well, no, clear said the same thing because clear be like, yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. So you have to ask me a would you rather. Just say we just had the power bottle, right? Mm-hmm. Where they make a million. So would you rather wake up uh, that millionaire, whoever won that winning ticket. But when you wake up, your legs, am I making sense? Wait a minute. Keep, keep it going. All right. You're going somewhere. So just say you would make a million winner, whatever, mm-hmm. and then you wake up and then you don't have legs. But then you have another possibility or whatever that when you wake up, but you have your legs, good health, but you're not a millionaire. Which one would you rather have? Your leg? <laughs> 
bucks or the million dollars. See, I millions had of a million dollars. dollars. I have never. What you gonna buy another pair of legs? Hey, you gonna you be can. bionic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you see where I head sit. My head, look, I've been doing just fine. I done had some wet booty sandwiches before, been broke and just happy. You gonna yeah. have you your little million dollars. You can't even walk off. Now we'll be like, take your little million dollars. With walk my off titanium hell. legs. Huh? With my titanium legs. I can buy some. Okay. I can buy stores. some more legs now. You go right on here. I'm gonna let him head it. So, speaking of let people had it, today we're going to talk about 2020. Let's go. So, I don't know if the, you know how when you save stuff, it don't let you save certain symbols, like at symbols, periods, blanks, exclamation points, but I want to yeah. name this episode 2020 was fill in the blank. Okay. And I'm going to ask you before I tell you what the people said, because, you know, of course, I post the discussion questions and engage the people and I asked them a series of things and they told me their responses. But I'm going to see what your response is. And okay. then some of them, I'll let you guess their responses and we'll cool. go from there. Cool. Yep. Yes. So what was 2020 for you? 2020 one word. for me was. Growth. Growth? Yep. That's a good one. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> I really haven't looked at what they said, but I just thought it was going to be some negative uh, yeah. words. I would say 2020 was awakening. That's that my too. one word. Yeah. It was awakening. I woke up. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a story and then I'll um, let you tell a story. And then I'm going to tell you their answers. But when I realized 2020 was awakening, I was doing, uh, I was at a vision board party for Mahogany back in Mississippi. Yeah. Um, We were doing the vision board with the shoe boxes and stuff. And it was good. You know, I was trying to rekindle a friendship at the party and everything. And we were eating the sandwiches, drinking, having a good time. And next thing you know, someone was like, oh my gosh, y'all. Kobe Bryant just died. And my heart dropped. Like, the way that I process information, I go into shock. But it's not a shock that everybody thinks it's like, you be like this. Mm-hmm. It's like, in my mind, I have to tell myself over and over and over again the new truth. Kobe's not alive anymore. Kobe's not alive. Like, you would have thought I knew him personally, but I'm still talking and interacting, but in my mind, I'm trying to process something that'll never be again. And that was hard for me. Um, That was an awakening moment. And then after that, everything else just was like, boop, 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 boop. Mm -hmm. So what was your growth moment? Well, now that I thought about it, I would say roller coaster. Roller coaster? Yeah. Okay. So last year, like after my birthday, everything just went like, you know, it was a roller coaster, like your highs and lows and some unexpected stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just was like, okay, I'm at my highest. Then boom, I'm at my lows. So it's like you got to pick yourself back up, pick everything back up. And then, you know, you're back at your high again. So, and then especially with COVID, and it was a lot of people that passed away last year. You know, some people we didn't know, some people we did. But uh, it was definitely a roller coaster ride. So Yeah. 
And you, you're not alone. Uh, a lot of suicide rates went up. A lot of um, hospital rates, not even just with COVID, but um, people checking in mentally. Um, mm-hmm. There were a lot of losses, of course. A lot of divorce went on. Marriages went down too, but just talking about the down and out aspects, um, you aren't alone in it. Yeah. Actually, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts and... Normally, I listen to this guy. He's always energetic. He's the one that normally pulls people out of the rut. And towards the end of the episode, he was saying how he was battling suicide. And my heart just was like, really him? You know how it's those people you put into. Just like, for example, you may, like me, I have a bubbly personality. People probably like, she don't even never be sad. She never crying. Mm -hmm. Chantal's get sad. Chantal cries too. Like we're all human, and with the world pausing like that, you are used to being so busy and having everything your way. You have a time to sit down with yourself and in yourself. So a lot of people got to learn about themselves in that time. During the quarantine period, you know. Yes. Yeah. So. So I'm going to tell you what my people said. All right. A lesson, crazy but good year. Insanity, a true roller coaster, a <laughs> Leo. Mm-hmm. December through bomb. Wild, eye opening. The year everything became clear. Challenging, amazing, a blessing in disguise, financially speaking. A trying year, harsh and humbling. A time to relax and reset for some. Educational, one of the best years of my life. And let's see, I got some more answers. Let's see if I can find them. Oh, ghetto. (laughs) Ghetto. A time for great reflection and innovation. A learning experience. Um, The struggle emoji face. My love language changed. I discovered more about me and bossed up. 18. Okay, you better boss up. I love that answer. So, I don't, y'all know me. I'm very joyful. I don't believe in toxic positivity, which means fake it till you make it. I do think that you should not have to broadcast all of your troubles. It's not for our um, business to know. Like, for example, the shade room. I feel bad for celebrities because they can never just have a normal relationship issue or a breakup or a loss of a child because the first thing is going on the shade room. And then what happens? The shade room may not say nothing bad, but the comments, like, they, those people are, whoo, woosa. So... With that being said, I don't want this episode to be negative. I want it to be bubbly. I do understand that we have troubles, but the gist of the show is for you to have a little slice of heaven in the midst of your troubles so that you can go back out there and tackle the world. So I'm going to ask this question. What was the best thing that happened to you in 2020? For me? um... For me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would say... So many things. Mm, it's a lot. Uh, you can say more than one if you want. So, promotion at work. Um, I was able to get my mental health in check. You know, so, you know, I'm going to relate to back when you said people have a lot of things. Well, a lot of things happened to people in 2020, you know, when COVID hit. So, yeah. you know, sometimes we deal with 
our mental health issues in the wrong way, you know, like with drinking and, and you know, drugs and stuff like that. Not saying that I was using it to cope, but, mm-hmm. you know, I went and got help. And, you know, I feel a whole lot better about it. So I'm so proud of you. Yeah. You know, a lot I of people up. don't know that. So, yeah. And, you know, I butter up people on this show, so you are not excluded. Even yeah. though you slipping in butter, I, I got to butter you for the people. With you being in your 30s, mm-hmm. you being a black man, you being from Mississippi, surviving COVID, surviving Black Lives Matter, surviving all the turmoil around, surviving Trump, yeah. <laughs> just surviving stuff, period. And for you to know that it's nothing wrong with you, but the fact that it's nothing wrong with getting your mental health in check. That speaks right. volumes. And it I'm is. so proud of you for going out and taking the initiative of doing it because sometimes people wait until it's too late. You know what I'm yep. saying? And It's definitely true. I have a um, I have a couple of y'all. You know, I never tell names on here, but I have a couple of the people who recently told me last year that they tried to attempt suicide. Um. I don't be surprised when people tell me that because more people think about it than you know. It's just we had this cookie cutter society where on social media we only post our best selves. We Mm -hmm. only post ourselves out, having fun, drinking, being cute, posting funny memes, posting just an L.A. boy, the little toxic memes, stuff like that. But behind the scenes... It's so much. And then we're going to see who watched our store, who said this, who's seeing that. Oh, this person watching my store. Everybody's mind is the same. We all have, and y'all know I'm fast and stuff. I throw some Bible stuff in there, you know, get with it. But we all have a thorn in this, which means we all have some type of struggle or flaw. My struggle may be insecurity. You may be as confident as can be, but your struggle may be spending habits. You may suck at spending. You can't keep a doll in your hand to save your life. (laughs) (laughs) So... With that being said, a lot of people, I'm not saying that they want to do that because they're comparing themselves to others, but sometimes we compare ourselves to our uh, bad situations. We may have came out of something, but because we're not forgiving ourselves for it, we still beat ourselves up. For example, I used to beat myself up about stuff, and sometimes I can catch myself getting in a low state of mind, and I don't even do those things anymore, or I'm not even that person and I'd be like, well, you know, this is why this happened to you because you was doing that then. If you wasn't doing that, this wouldn't have happened. And I have to catch myself um, by not doing it. But sometimes people don't catch themselves and they get low. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to ramble. But the thing that I told those people, first of all, I'm honored that you felt comfortable enough to tell me that. You did not have to tell me that. You don't owe it to me. I love you. You know, I'm a prayer warrior. I pray. The next key part I tell people that are thinking that, You are not going to succeed in taking your life because God has given you a mission and it's not, you're not going to be able to succeed in that until you complete his mission. So if you have attempted before, or if you are considering it, please Google the um, suicide hotline number. There are people you can confide in. Now, everybody is not a professional, so I would say that you should look up a trusted professional resource for you. Because professionals aren't perfect either. I don't want you to go to a certain therapist and feel like you're obligated to talk to them because you already paid them or anything. No. Date therapy. Just like you date people, date a therapist. Date whatever you think is your best practice. Um, Getting back to the happy. Uh, So that was your best thing. Is there another best thing that you want to say or you want to just stick to that answer? Uh, I think I just stick with that one, yeah. Okay. Um, The best thing that happened for me last year 
you know my baby. I'm on here now, the podcast, yep. my little pride and joy. Um, it's funny because with I was I would say, y'all, we not in the ghetto. I don't know why I hear this siren. I don't know if y'all can hear the siren or not, but I'm not used to hearing it. Right. Um, you know, no shade nobody in the ghetto. You know, I born and raised, been in North, South, East, West, Jackson. The best part for me, you know, it's funny. We were doing the Daniel Fest together last year. Mm-hmm. And something was telling, well, I'm not going to say something, but God was, it's the way that I hear God's voice. I don't hear like a voice like this. I hear my intuition tell me something. And my intuition was telling me to, you know, do something as far as podcasting because I'm always engaging on my social media. And I didn't act on it right then. I took little notes and stuff and I showed, you know, my husband and my friends and stuff like I named it originally Mind House and I sent them like a little clip about it and all that. And it was like, oh yeah, you should do it, you should do it. Yeah. And I sat on it. I sat on it and I didn't do anything with it. And then quarantine happened. And I had free time like everybody else. I was on my phone more. Um, I saw one of my, I'll tell you the story out of time. One of my followers was doing matchmaking um, on her page with her close friends. And I told her, hey, I'm going to try this with a couple of my followers because I had, you know, a couple more engaging people, like single people that would ask me to hook them up with people anyway. So I'm like, let me try it. She was like, good girl, go ahead. It blew up. It was over. Ooh, it was over a thousand like mm-hmm. people watching my story the shade room watched my story all day like it was deep so I, me i'm a mass comm major i'm finna mona scott this like i need to market out for this <laughs> so i hit up one of my friend girls erica singleton and i said hey i'm doing really good off of this i think i want to go ahead and get this podcast to go she yep. helped me rebrand it she helped me with the name the glass mic um the same like as far as like the gist of it and the outline that was me that's how my house wanted to be and she was like, no, let's do a name that can grow the glass mic. And that's how this was born. So 2020, yep. that was the best thing that happened for me. Shout out to Erica. Shout out to Erica. Yeah. Uh, so the people, let's see what the best was for y'all. Starting my business, I was able to purchase an 18-wheeler. My partner came home from being detained by ICE for 10 months mm-hmm. and get to be a for real family. I started my business and started a new job. I got a new agent and got baptized again. I traveled, made a few new friends, and I got the job I was hoping to get. I learned about what triggers me and how to handle it. Getting laid off, graduating from school, and doing what I love. Made the decision to become better with fitness. Started my dream job. I learned that my fear of being alone wasn't real. I love this. I got... Excuse me. I got into grad school on scholarship. Criminal charges dropped and started a business. Okay, hey. you better be an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I could joke uh, sober. You know, they don't be the edibles that had me goofy. Right. I just be goofy, period. So let's see. A couple more answers. I was able to learn to love me. It's okay to cut people off for my sanity. Amen. Yes. I became a mother. Okay, MILF. Congratulations. Getting close to family. I got to leave a toxic workplace that triggered me emotionally and started WFH. What what is WFH? Mm. Okay. Working from home. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Working from home. That's good. My business did better than it has since we've been open. Look, I'm not going to give you away because then I have to tell everybody else's business, but food sales. If if don't nobody buy nothing else, they're going to buy some food. Yeah. And tissue, like, you know, the end of, like, the end of the world or something. 
So the next question, of course, when I said the best thing I asked, what was the worst thing that happened to you in 2020? Do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Hmm. I'll go first on this. Okay. Uh, I think the worst thing that happened to me in 2020 was, like I said, a lot of people don't know, one of my close friends and family, I contemplated suicide back in, I think it was August. I remember the day. Yep. So. August 21st. Uh, yep. August 21st, I contemplated suicide for the first time in my life. I uh, didn't go through with it because I knew that if I choose to take, chose to take my own life, I would go to hell. So, you know, I have my family, friends, I'm a wife. So it's like I had all those people dependent on me. So I was like, you know, I got to tough this out. Um, like I said, I went uh, and got, well, I went to a doctor. Um, you know, got my anxiety and my depression in check. Um, I did go to a therapist. Um, I did. I feel like I did all the right things in order to, you know, make sure my mental health was in check. Like, I think it was what I wouldn't say it was really due to COVID, but it's like once you when you had that free time, it's like, uh, you know, you have all these thoughts awesome. and you should be, you know, ahead of ahead in life than you already are. Or you should be doing way more than what you should and you know, a lot of regrets and things that happened in childhood, you know, so it's like, and then it's being a black man, it's like, we gotta have it all together at times. Like we can't show uh, weakness, we can't cry, we can't, you know, it's like we all gotta be aggressive and you know, and, right. you know, I'm a man, you know, I gotta carry myself like a man and I gotta, you know, I can't show weakness at all, but you got to do what's best for you, and that's what I did for me. So it was plenty of days I cried. I'm not going to lie, you know. So, like, I went got help. Um, I feel like on a scale from 0 to 100, I feel like I'm at 95% right now. So it's that good. was the most difficult moment for me in 2020, like contemplating suicide, because I never would have thought, you know, that would be me. You know, you see people and you watch movies and stuff like that, but – you know, stuff changed at the, you know, the blink of an eye or a snap of a finger, so. Yes. Yep. And just coming, I mean, you know, I'm right here on you, mm -hmm. so, like, you know, sometimes people be like, you know, you didn't see that coming, but you really don't. You like really I don't. said, it's normally the strongest people, and I told you I always look up to you, and mm -hmm. you have moved so fast because we've been knowing each other since. Well, you know, as far as getting to know each other on yeah. this level since 2016. So, this almost five years. And I told you, like, you have moved like that. Like, mm -hmm. you went from doing what you do at work now to getting the promotion, like you said, starting your own business. You went to school, beasted. You um, were able to build stuff from palace. Like, one of your gifts yeah. is craftsmanship. Like, I can't even brush my teeth all the way good. And you could do everything with your hands. And, okay, we see you. We see you, pearly whites. And so, um, <laughs> you know, like, I just, like, what can I, What can this man not do? Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, she is perfect. Like, your family can call on you. Your friends can call on you. I can call on you. Like, everybody can call on you. And, you know, one of the first things I used to tell you, I would be mm -hmm. like, enjoy the fruits of your oh, labor. Yeah, it's true. Don't just work and come home. Like, enjoy yourself. Do things. Go out right. of town. Whatever you feel is best. Um, but I, I do want to applaud you for the fact that you did step out there and tell people that. Because, like I said, 
it's a lot of people that's battling that. And it may not even be to the point of committing suicide, but it could be just depression, period, anxiety, mm-hmm. talking down on yourself, people telling you you're doing good, but you don't see it. You don't feel it. You don't like notice you don't. it. But other people do, you know, on the outside looking in. Yeah. Or it's what they portray you to be. Right. So, so I do applaud you, Black Thank Man. Thank you. Black Man, Black King. Come on. Come on, King. Um, I'm glad that you turned that negative into a positive, and that's one of the key things. You're breaking a general ca- generational curse by yep. doing that, and you, you know, being a 30 year old, you're able to pass that torch down because you know you're in organizations where y'all give back to the community mm-hmm. too, and you know, one day when you have a child, a son, or a little girl, you'll be able to tell them like, hey, when I was this age. I went through these, like you're stopping a lot of blocks, like you're stopping them from going through a lot right. of things that you went through. Exactly. Yes. Um, the worst thing For you. that happened to me in 2020. Ooh. Okay, this one hurts, but I had to learn that, uh-oh. Hold on, yeah, I'm doing my video recording. The worst thing that happened, for me in 2020, I had to learn that a lot of people are in my life just to see what's next. Like they're, how can I explain it? They are in my face, they're happy for me, but they're not happy for me. For example, I try my best to try to check on people. Like I send little text messages, I tell people happy birthday, Um, I'll do little things like little stuff i notice if they're going through something on instagram or if they or anything i don't write them under their page like oh call me or nothing like that um most of the time people are going through something if they're my friend i already know about it before his instagram anyway so i feel that if uh someone is writing me on instagram about something or if they're texting me out the blue trying to wiggle information um you're not doing it to be sincere or genuine I had a lot happen for me last year. Like, I tried to um, lose weight. I've been having an up and down battle with weight for the longest. That's true. The longest. And I would make promises to myself in the mirror every day. I would promise my husband. I would promise the world, like my stories. And I'd be like, this is the day. This is the day. And I would make so many excuses. Oh, I had a bad day. Um, Oh, my PCOS doesn't let me lose weight. Oh, I, you know, different things. Just making so many excuses and trying to transition from that to be more accountable. Um, I noticed that some people will only like, because I try to be more transparent too on my page. So most people, they'll be like, oh, um, you know, what's up? What's going on? I'm like, in my mind, I try to have the heart of Jesus where I know people talk about me and I know that people don't really care for me, but they're still nice to me. So I don't normally me Chantal, human Chantal. I'd be like, don't fake the funk with me. You know, you don't like me. Like, what's the right. point of talking to me? But the Jesus me, the spiritual me be like, okay, I know that we don't talk like that, but hey, what's going on? How can I help you? So I've been tapping more to my spiritual side. That's what I was getting to. Been tapping more to my spiritual side, and I noticed that um, more people was trying to be in tune to see what was going on with me because I withdrew from social media more, which has helped me a lot. Like, I would be that person to see who watched my story, who mm-hmm. said this, did somebody send this, does this look right on my page? I've been uh, editing my page, taking pictures down, taking pictures off. I want to see people wondering what's going on. You know, with us, like, we rebranded our pages. Right. People probably like, oh, what's going on with them? Some mm-hmm. people, 
you know, just asking like what's going on with this net, but they're not bold enough to say this and that. And then it's like some people that are bold enough to come um and ask me like what's going on. I'm like, Y'all don't care for me at all because I'm so transparent. I posted everything. Right. I posted about my weight loss. I was in the sign of Jackie, it looked like Missy. I posted <laughs> uh the beginning of my fast. I got two and <laughs> I got two. I got two in tune with my face, and I just wanted to have some privacy, so I decided to get off of it. Like I said, today's the last day of the face, which is bittersweet. Um, and I just wanted to like rebrand my page. Of course, as I lose weight, and some of my pictures, I'd be like, "What the word?" I take some of those down. Um, and I've really just been really transparent. Like it's nothing that I have hidden. So it's like if you're writing me out the blue saying, "Oh, I noticed this is different about you or different about your page is going on," then you really don't care for me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, okay, how are you doing? And I just switch it back on. Y'all be like, well, I haven't heard from you in a while. What's going on with you? Are you okay? Right. Like you just have to switch it back up on people. And that's a a, a piece of advice that I give to y'all because I don't want to ramble. But one thing I will tell y'all. When you're having your highs and lows, that's when you'll notice people's true colors. When you're mm-hmm. at your highest and when you're at your lowest. Some people assume that you're at your lowest, but you're really at your highest. It's and sometimes highest, right. it could be the opposite. But, again, you have to remember, um, no matter what may happen, if you do hit a rock bottom and you feel like how this I was talking about earlier, celebrities in the shave room comments, everybody has a thorn. Like I said earlier, everybody has an issue. So let's just say you post today. I'm mourning the loss of a loved one. They're not here anymore. And somebody be like, well, it's probably your fault because you was in the club all the time. So mm-hmm. you probably made them. First of all, forget them. Y'all know I'm not cursing right now, but forget them. They need to mind their business anyway. Because it was cool of you to at least put it out to the world that you're mourning. Right. Second of all, that person that commented under you, they got some stuff going on in their life too. But don't you worry, because people like that, what goes on in the dark comes to light. And those naysayers, those people that sharing your stuff, putting you in group chats, talking about you under under their breath, not even to your face, some of them still speaking to you, they got a thorn too. And God sometimes will allow you to see that thorn being pushed into them deeper. Right. Remember that. You know, I be preaching sometimes. Yeah, Baby, your granny really be coming are. through me some days. Uh, so I'm going to say some of the worst things that happened to y'all. Um, my 30th birthday trip with 26 confirmed guests was canceled due to COVID. Girl, wow. you salty about that because you remember the guest count. <laughs> it's okay. You'll have many more birthdays. Yeah, you will. You will have many happy more birthdays. Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. All things considered, 2020 was an okay year for me, honestly. Lessons learned aren't always bad. Uh, getting COVID. Found out my ex-girlfriend was having sex with my ex-boyfriend. Okay, come on, uh, Jerry Springer, send it in. <laughs> I was out of work for ten and a half months and lost my five-year relationship. Wow. You're going to get a better job and a better par- partner. I say person partner. My father passed away. Somebody said nothing. Caught COVID, being forced to sit and cope with death instead of using social events in life as an escape. I lost my aunt and anchor in my family. Um, let's see what's another one, y'all. See it. It was some more in here. I'm sorry if I don't read your answer. I'm trying to make sure I don't get these slides confused. But that was some of the things that y'all said. But let me tell y'all something. Y'all know <laughs> I don't really bring in my sorority too much, but y'all know my line name is Unpredictable Storm, right? I live by that name. 
you don't know what life is going to throw at you, right? Some days it's sunny. Some days it's a little cloudy. Some days it's sprinkling. But just know that when there's a storm, when it seems like you're at rock bottom and you're at the end, there's no other way to go but up. Right. Would you agree with what you told me earlier? Well, told the people earlier about, you know, what happened with you when you were at your oh, lowest yeah. point? Yeah, I agree. You have a... You Definitely hit rock bottom. You know, it's... It, it was like I had it all, but at the same time, mental-wise, I didn't. And so, that's what's more important. Because yeah. what, what is it if you have the promotion and mm -hmm. the weight loss and your fashion over clothes and the little sexy haircuts and stuff, and you're yeah. not happy, like, that means nothing. It that don't. goes back to the to the million dollars. I want my legs. <laughs> I want to be broke with my legs. I'll buy some more. See, it can't buy it all. <laughs> So I asked them. I said, "This is a guessing well, game." Get, okay. Yeah, I think he cheated. If he get the answer right, he cheated. Right. Cause he looked at this iPad. It was quick, quick glance. One, two. Go See, ahead. you gotta keep your eyes to yourself. You always glancing. Well, I was, I was always a kid in school that didn't keep his eye on his own paper. Mm, it shows. Mm -hmm. Other than COVID and Black Lives Matter, did 2020 feel like any other year for you? What percentage do you think said yes, and what percentage do you think said no? Um, I think 80% said no and 20% said yes. He cheated. <laughs> I got it right? He cheated. Hey. 83% said no, 17% said yes. They don't count. I'm going to ask him another statistics question, y'all, because... <sighs> I mean, because how could 2020 be compared to other years? You know, well... You're right. Recent years or whatever. I mean... It, I guess it just depends. There's some people yeah. in a bubble. It's some people I mean, you had in the Trump bubble. and his minions. You had COVID. You had people passing away. Um, you know, these racist people that, you know, it's, I think it was a different kind of racist. It was, they'll shake your hand and hug you, but at the same time, you know, back people then. Period. Yeah. You know, they'll shake your hand and, you know, how you doing? But at the same time, it's like showing their true colors. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah. This episode of The Glass Mic was brought to you by Destiny Cash Jones State Farm Agency. She wants to be the best part of your worst day. Her agency offers auto insurance, homeowners insurance, life insurance, health supplement plan, vehicle loans, and home loans. And again, her name is Destiny Cash Jones. She's located in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So she specializes in us Texasippians. So people who've moved from Mississippi to Texas, those from Louisiana that moved to Texas, and that 1% that are actually from Dallas, Texas. Her office is available Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays by appointment only. Now you know she's trying to be the ultimate neighbor because on Saturdays, everyone is off and letting their hair down, but she has her running shoes ready to work for you. Her and her agents can be located at 14902 Preston Road, Suite 912. That's in Dallas, Texas, 75254. Her number, 972-737-8380. And she's on the web at www.destinycashjones.com. Like a good neighbor, Destiny Cash Jones State Farm is there. 
and back to the show. People, a lot of true cousins with Sean. I feel like with last year, y'all know me. I, I always say like we are. Well, we've always been in the spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. and I just feel like everybody's character shown. If you was a good person, your goodness came out. If you was a shoddy person, your shoddiness came out. Like. A lot of celebrities and stuff were saying stuff like, I'm like, oh my gosh, you have been an influential celebrity. You yep. really said that? Mm-hmm. And then some people I thought didn't have a lick of sense. And I'm like, you're really that intuitive? Like, yep. 20. Because they don't show that. That's yeah. the thing about it. It's like a lot of celebrities don't show, you know, that side of them or they got to worry about losing deals and stuff. They speak out about police brutality or speak out about, you know, what's going on. It's like they got to walk along the fence in order to. You know, continue to be successful. Then it was some everyday people too that has kind of switched up. Like I just say, personality wise, like it's some people where I'm used to seeing them a certain type of way mm-hmm. um, on Instagram or just anything, and then they like dropped a bombshell of news. Like um, it was, I don't want to put. I try to make sure I go from informative, not being messy, but yeah. being informative. But I had one uh, person I follow. Her page, she was like the Rachel Ray, Aisha Curry, like good girl. And it's like now she done, done turned. And it's like, okay, I didn't know that you were into, you know, the surgery life and, you know, the promiscuous life. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a little baffled by it, but I can't tell you how to live your life. Yeah, you, you know can. what I'm saying? But we all go through this. So that's why I was like, some people may be in a bubble and they may be like, well, that's just life. Some people right. go through like different phases and avenues trying to find themselves. But I'm like, nah, this this year is showing a lot. Like even with me, like I'm more in tune with my spiritual side. Like when I say spiritual, I don't mean like, like I said, no offense to anybody that's into sage and crystals. But again, you know, when I, I feel like with me as a Christian, I have to tell people, no offense if you're not a Christian. And I said, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, if I want to be on Instagram and I have my rent and then tomorrow I want to post my scriptures and stuff, I'd rather be transparent and y'all judge me and God knows where my heart is and I'm really working on the path to being full with him than mm-hmm. me trying to pretend to be a Christian 100% on here oh, right. and behind closed doors. Y'all know I be cutting people off in traffic. I be nooking if you bucking. Like the busted challenge. And mm. the, well, the busted, yeah. what did we say about the busted challenge the other day? I forgot. Because uh, you was like, you do it. And I was like, I don't want to come out oh, the yeah, you was like, the busted challenge. Judge you, but people going to judge you regardless. Yeah, people are going to judge regardless. Like right now, like I'm talking about spirituality, which y'all may be like, well, you got a hook and drinking, but you have to, once, this is when you find epiphany in your life. When you get to a point and you are like, I don't care what people think, you could say the craziest of news. Like with me, like I lost 40 pounds or whatever. I'm going to tell y'all that all day till I get to 50 and I'm going to tell y'all I lost 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. People might say, well, oh, she was sick or she was stressed and any of that. I used to care about that. Like, I hope people don't think I lost a lot of weight that quick because of stress. Y'all could think I lost that weight because of COVID. Y'all could think I lost that weight because of my hair then took some weight out. I don't I don't care. And once you get to a point where you really don't care, then you see like this new level of peace. Right. Like you do. But one as long as you care about how people feel and think, you're gonna always have that worrying and then the worrying comes and this and that. Let me make sure you say a statistic question. Okay. Uh the next question I asked was which month had the most impact in your life in twenty twenty and why? Wow. Most impact. Mm-hmm. You could be um guessing. I mean, figuring that out while I check the. Okay, I just want to make sure my battery is good. Um, I would have 
let's go back to August 21st again. I mean. August was your impactful month? Yeah. You know, that's when I was contemplating suicide. And it's like a lot of different things led up to that. It was like, it wasn't just I decided to wake up, you know. It's years of of dealing with, you know, depression, anxiety, or, you know, beating myself up. But I would never talk to people about it because I'm the type of person is it's hard for me to trust people, so I'd rather keep everything to myself and bottle up. And then once it all come out, it's all these different emotions, and it's just you know, a hurricane. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but look where I am now, you know. So, I I I feel like that was meant to happen at the same time because it taught me a lot a lot about myself and allowed me to be completely vulnerable and you know allow me to open up to people to express you know what I went through mm-hmm. and you know and I can use my situation or what happened to me or the things that I've gone through to help the next person the next man it don't have to be a little kid you know it can be to help the next man so yeah you know like we don't have to have it all together and we don't Mm-mm. have to you know the uh, best yeah, teachers I mean, and models are people that go through it themselves. You know what right. I'm saying? You're using your story for his glory. And I appreciate that you share again, you sharing it. Um, the mo- the month that had the most impact for me, I would have said, I, I thought about saying I was just because of piggybacking off you, like with me being your wife, like that's, I will say August because mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of what sparked everything for me because I remember, um, the day before, I made like I always make like little videos to myself, and we um we were like working on ourselves at that time before, and I had made like a little video about me trying to lose weight to myself, and I was like, you know, Cortez, I'm right there with you. I had pinned a letter to you and everything, yeah. And um, I was like, I'm gonna be like this with you. We're gonna be one. And I want to say that Sunday you told me the news. And it shattered me. Like, I didn't want to go to work. I just wanted to be here and just, like, make sure you were straight. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, because, I mean, it just shocked me because I'm like, okay, his birthday just passed. Um, as far as, like, your behavior and stuff, I did notice some changes. But I didn't think that it was to a point of, okay, this is going to happen. Now, I was, right. I was like, okay, therapy may need to be included in what's going on because there's nothing wrong with therapy. I always tell people that when, before we met, uh, I was going through therapy when you wrote me January 24th mm-hmm. I was going through therapy at that time because I felt that I needed love. like I feel like I needed a partner I feel like I had to find love in people because um, I couldn't find it at home I didn't want to find it in myself so I was trying to find it through others and I was going through therapy um, to find it in myself so right. when you wrote me um, I liked you too like I did because I remember you wrote me that October but again me working on not trying to be into somebody because they like me. I tried to practice what I, I was contemplating. What was I going to write you back? What was I going to write you back? Mm-hmm. And I wrote, thanks, love, because I thought that was a safe yeah. answer. You hit me with the future. Thanks, love, enjoy. No. It, <laughs> I I just didn't, I didn't want to, I was trying to change how I normally do. And yeah. then with my therapy, and you came into my therapy session. Uh, when we got engaged, we went to therapy. So mm-hmm. I've always been an advocate of it, but there's something that you had to decide you want to do. And you took that initiative and was like, okay, let me go. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, 
I'm not finna let him try to change and be better on his own. We finna be a team. So that's when I started going to uh, work out. You had helped me get my trainer. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I was able to do it on my own. I made little steps. Like, I don't take the elevator anymore unless I got groceries or something. I take the stairs. Uh, I cut out certain foods. I still eat stuff. Like, if I want to eat a pizza, I'm going to eat it. But I don't eat it as often. I cut the four for four out. <laughs> my money. Four for four. My money. <laughs> it, it goes towards more healthy foods. And I really... You don't have to have a thousand dollars in your bank account to eat healthy. Like you I thought don't. you had to, but I changed that around and I worked on little stuff. So even though that month had, oh, it was the worst month. We said the most impact. So oh. that's how that month had the most impact. And as y'all can see, like you said, the chin. I mean, you still see a little piece of it, but it's it's going away. You know what I'm saying? The right. the booze going down. Like the skin is glowing. I, I thank God that he allowed you to use that struggle for you to be able to help. And like you said, you will help others. And you have helped me. And I tell you that all the time. Thank you. But I got to tell you, thank you again. You're welcome. So let's see what the people said. May, April, my wife came home. May, July, October, December, I can't choose. October, I got COVID and my grandmother passed away. Oh. July, August, because I lost my relationship. But I did start traveling more and exploring more. December, May and December, I had to woman up and adjust and grow up. August, July, finished school, took a vacation, passed my test and got in my bag. October through December, August, the week of my birthday, I had COVID. June, March, September, God just showed a lot in a two-week time span. December, I watched my baby enjoy her gifts. Um, so it sounds like a lot of people had issues really like in that middle end of 2020. Do you um do you have like a a hunch about maybe why it was like around that time of the year? Like the like between July and December? Just a guess. I feel like yeah, COVID hit, but it's like when the quarantine happened, I think that's when everybody just had all this time to themselves and like just really think and reflect and just some people use it, you know, to build businesses. Some people realize, you know, their wrongdoings or, you know, just anything. So you had a lot of time to yourself to just, you know what I'm saying, just reflect and yeah, try to fix things that are broken, you know, about yourself or whatever you made or whatever that was going on in your life during that time. Yeah. So um, how do you predict 2021 to be? That was the next question. I predict it to be, I feel like once everybody, well, if everyone get the COVID vaccine or whatever, I think things will somewhat go back to normal, but I don't think it will ever be normal the way before COVID because, you know, you have all these restrictions. But mm-hmm. I think it's um people still going to travel, do whatever they want to do. You know, that's one thing about what well, uh, other countries say about the, the U.S. The U.S., that mm-hmm. we're spoiled and, you know. But I think it's going to be good. Uh, definitely not going to stop me from achieving, um, excelling, whatever. I mean, so it's like we have to learn how to deal with it, cope with it, or whatever. Get vaccinated and go from there. Right. Because I still plan on traveling. You know, I'm trying to go to Dubai and, you know, and. See the world. Uh, what did I say? I want to go. Yeah, I want to go to Greece. So okay. I still plan on doing it. Cool. Set that up. Um, how I predict 2021 to be, I think when I think of how 
2020 was, I think more than COVID. I think of a lot of things, like just the unsaid things as far as like behavioral changes, as far as people, um, people saying and doing things that are quote unquote out of the norm. I would not say I would predict things to go back to normal because if it goes back to normal, that means it'll go back to how it was and history repeats itself. I do feel that, of course, because we are in the world, I mean, the world is not going to be lollipops and unicorns every day. There are going to be some good days and bad days, but I do feel like a lot of healing and recovery will come within this year. I also believe in manifesting and power in the tongue. Yeah, so whatever sure. you say is what goes. So I'm not going to say I hope this year is better. I know this year is going to be better. I know that we've learned a lot from 2020 where we're hit with obstacles and unpredictable storms. We can't avoid those, but we can learn how to weather the storm, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Right, it does. So I do see a lot of great things happening, especially those who have hit rock bottom. Like I said, the only way to go is up. Um, no one can make you believe that except for you. And if you have to go through those extra uh, steps to try to find that, by all means do so. Have a support system. Um, if you have a higher uh, calling that you like to believe in, mine is Team God, Team Jesus, do that. And also, you get those professional resources. So, the people, this is what they said they predicted. Amazing, intense, but also hopeful, lit, prosperous, a year full of intention and God's promises happening, booked and busy, prosperous and fulfilling, year of transformation and change, eventful, all about happiness, sensational, breaking the bank and the internet this year. Phenomenal, exciting, inspirational, blessed, and even better. So those are all some great answers. It is. And as y'all know, we're recording this in the month of January. So normally a lot of people have that new year, new me, new year's resolution momentum. Mm -hmm. I just, my little piece of advice, I want y'all to keep that going. What can we do to keep that going? Because I'm the exact same way. When January 1st comes, it's a reset. Every year on January 1st, I always say I'm going to stop cussing. And by January 1st at 10.30 a.m., I done said about five cussing words. That does not mean that I won't stop cursing. I just want y'all to know that when y'all have these um, ambitions, like let's just say you want to be vegan, do not expect to go cold turkey. If you can do that, that's fine. But you may go from January 1st through January 11th eating uh, carnivore pieces all day long. You're eating rabbits, lambs, all guys' little animals that was on the ark. But then you had this moment on the 14th where you bloated. You're like, you know what? I can't do this. Right. This is hurting me. I don't feel good. And you start taking those baby steps. So next thing you know, it's March 3rd. And you don't know what an animal is. The only <laughs> animal you know is yourself. Right. <laughs> so I just want y'all to know, don't feel like you're pressured to try to keep things going. Take baby steps one at a time, one at a time. And uh, find your ways to stay motivated. Next question, uh, 2021, what would you do different this year than last year? Mm, what would I do different this year than last year? You know what? I didn't use my PTO last year. This referring back to work. So this year, okay. I'm going to take vacations. I'm going to travel. My job will be there when I get back, you know. So, Long he will. High five. Yep. So if you have PTO or vacation days, PTO is the cure for preventable PTSD. So yeah, <laughs> take those days, the company gonna be there. Yes. I've been telling you that forever. Yep. I'm so glad to hear that come at y'all. I, I told you at the beginning when we first started dating, I told enjoy the fruits of your mm -hmm. labor. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. We have uh 
we had started talking in March in 2016, and we had booked the flight with that April. Yep. And then went to California in July. California. Like we just look. And I got one more. I know for sure that a lot of people know that I did like carpet cleaning and cleaning in the past, mm-hmm. and it's like I've always put that in the back seat or I would start on it but not, you know, continue to go all the way through with it. So I think for what well, I know for twenty twenty one, I'm going to be, not I want to be, and I'm okay. going to be a full time entrepreneur. There we know? go. So like I said, shout out to Erica. She helped me set up a lot of things and, you know, just look forward to it. Yes. Um, what would I do different this year than last year? Worry less. Mm, I true. am a worry ward. I'm an overthinker. I still do it. I overthink everything. Um, sometimes if I don't get an answer that I need right then, I will make all these uh, situations in my head like, okay, this must be what it is. This is that. Oh, this person isn't talking to me. They must not like me. Or, oh, well, I didn't get this amount of money today. Maybe this isn't meant for me. Or, oh, I didn't get this amount of listeners on this episode. Maybe this isn't for me. Like, I, I worry, worry, worry. And I've been working on not doing it. Now, I'm not saying I don't do it anymore, but I've learned to when I do have those moments where I worry, I try to, I, I create a panic room in my phone. And it's 10 questions. And one of the questions is like, are you alive right now? Can you breathe? Mm-hmm. What do you see? Different things just to calm me down. And if I keep doing that repeatedly, I get to the point where I can just tackle it right then and there. Yeah. Like, oh, worry coming. Uh-uh, block, 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 block. <laughs> <laughs> so... They, the people, they say focus more, focus, focus more on the money, better than 2020, be more content, contentious about my word choices. You trying to say cussless, I understand. Focus and stay to myself, drink, <laughs> <laughs> drink less, commit more to a healthy lifestyle, save more and better, go with the flow, trust the signs, live freely, stay in the house more, COVID is more serious than it was. Lead these Negroes in 2020. I won't. <laughs> I won't silence my. I won't silence my creativity. Guard my heart and discipline myself. Okay, so those are great answers, and I don't think I answered. Well, I think I did ask this one. I already yeah, asked this one. So these, yeah, these are coming back. So we could just kind of wrap up um, with the 2020, then we'll go over to the listener letters. But do you have any advice for anyone um, that's having a tough time with, let's just say their 2020 was great, mm-hmm. but then they got hit with some bombshells already this month. What what would you say to those people for advice? Um, allow yourself to have time for yourself. Like sometimes you have to be selfish and, you know, do things that makes you happy or, don't worry about the naysayers. You know, people are going to have their own opinions, but at the same time, you have to do what makes you happy. Yes. Um, again, my advice for people would really be in the the simple way, mind your business, and the mm-hmm. detail way. You like that? Mind your business. Mind That's your all. Business. Just mind That's your business. You remember where business. That would be it. And by mind your business, I mean that, you have to be careful because, again, I, I said this earlier, but you can never say something, you know, enough. But, like I said, we all have a thorn and an issue we have going on. And sometimes people can change and grow. Like, for example, um, and I'm just being realistic, I follow a couple of people who weren't the best of people maybe a decade ago because we're getting older, so I'm 29. When I was 19, 
they were shot to hell. Like nasty attitude, rude to people, just oblivious, self-centered, always talking about people, delighting in people's demise. It's just real negative and nasty. Fast forward to 10 years later, they're not that person anymore. Right. They're kind-hearted. They're compassionate. They're not talking about people. They stay in their lane. They're giving. They made a 360. What's wrong with society? We don't allow people to change. We are so used to this this pattern where I'm, oh, I'm used to you doing me like this. I'm used to you treating me bad like this. So why should I speak to you? Because you right. never speak to me. Like, you got to let that go. You got to let it go. What what my mama say? Let that ish go. You, sometimes you just gotta let this shit go. <laughs> Y'all gotta let this shit go. I can't go. curse right Stay now. Stay in your own lane and drive your own speed limit. Cause yes. some of y'all being other folks' speed. I mean, doing the same speed limit as other people, and you got a donut on one of your tires, but. Stand your yeah, own lane that's what I'm and drive your own most, speed lane. Most successful people are not successful because of finances or material, but because of their mind and their heart. So respect people when they go through stuff. Congratulate them on their successes. Um, but yeah, so I was saying it because sometimes we can see stuff on social media like they could present bad news. And mm-hmm. then the first thing we think is, mm, well, they were talking about such and such. And yep. that's what they get. Like, I used to be that person. And I was, like I said, I'm working on... None of us think we're messy. Newsflash, we all have had messy moments. Some of us still have them, some of us don't. Just being real. I don't care who you think you are. Right. If you're sending stuff to a group chat, if you're talking to somebody about somebody else, that's being short, messy. So I just, um, I don't want people to think like negative when they see somebody have a bad situation. I don't want people to feel like they're being toxic positive by trying to reach out. Because some people will be like, right. oh, you know, I was having noticed you on social media, what's going on? They're mm-hmm. still trying to get into you. Me, personally, like, if you post out front what's going on, or even if you don't say what's going on, right. sometimes I just stop right there and I just say a prayer. Sometimes I let you know I said a prayer, or I just send you some a, a random scripture. If you real close friend, I be sending that little free food coupons. Don't write me talking about some why you didn't send me no free nothing. If you my friend or my associate, I've gave you something, whether it was a word of wisdom or a prayer or something. So I just want y'all to be more like that. Like, mm-hmm. not like me, but just, you okay, know. One more thing. Okay. If a person... Is coming to you to confide in you. That must mean that they really trust you. Mm-hmm. So when people tell you certain things about their life or what they're going through, and you go back and tell the next person, then it says a lot about you, your character, and their friendship. Supposedly, friendship that you have with that person. Yes. So I think people need to understand that you know you can't control people from talking. But at the same time, you have to watch, or you have to really dissect who you who you tell things to, or you know, whatever the case may be, but mm-hmm. people just have to stop doing it because you're not only hurting that person, but then this person, you know, look at you in a way of, you know, like, dang, I trusted you. And you went back, you know, and said some things that I told you and now the friendship is gone. And it's not that person's fault because they confided in you. But instead of them being a good friend to that person and, you know, help them get through that, they decide to do the complete opposite. So yeah, I agree. that's all I have. And y'all know I'm a little positive first. Let me let me uh, mm-hmm. have my little what a one. What a hookah. It's probably done by now, but I can do some more cold. <laughs> well, but yeah, I got a little so, smoke out. But yeah. And everything is a learning lesson. Like I said earlier, you learn about yourself and people when you're at your highest and when you're at your rock bottom. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I'm on this this learning train on my spirituality where I'm learning to forgive people. Right now, I'm at a moment where I don't hold a grudge. 
I love you, but you got to get away. Like, yep. you can't, I got to set a boundary. Like, we can't be buddy, buddy, talk on the phone every day. But if I'm out in public and they ask me how you doing, I ain't going to be like, oh, well, forget him, forget mm-hmm. her. I'm not on that. But I also want to say that if you do have a point where you were that person where somebody confided in you and you went and said something to them, I do believe that you can change. Um, now, with the person that you did it to, would they believe you forgive you? We can't say we're human. You know what I'm saying? People have a right to have their feelings and be upset. But if it was a true love, a true friendship, if that's meant, it will circle back. If not, if it was a season, mm-hmm. cry about it, go forward. But if you um, are a worded person, if you were that person and you ask for forgiveness, you're forgiven, keep going. But if you're still finding yourself to be that person, re- ask yourself, how would I feel if the shoe was on the other foot with the thorn, the personal thorn that I have? It may not be the thorn of the right. person that told me or the thorn that I told you. But how would I feel if this person was to tell somebody else what I told them? And with that being said, I'm going to tell y'all business in the listener letters that y'all sent me. These are just some old listener letters um, for 2020 that I didn't get to read on previous shows. Uh, so they're going to be really random. You can glance. It's a lot of words. You're going to read all these. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot. Now, sometimes I get a little... Uh, wordy and i read a letter on top of a letter so i hope that i don't do that again but i'm gonna read this first one this is from anonymous being affectionate has been tough for me before my stepfather and mother got a divorce at age 16 my quote-unquote dad i'm calling him that because he was the only and best man that i knew growing up would take me on dates tell me he loved me all the time expressed how beautiful i was always hugging me or kissing me on the forehead after the divorce, it was weird because I was missing it. I was seeking all kinds of attention from friends or guy friends because it made me feel unattractive or unwanted if I wasn't receiving it. I started dating my ex for two years. He would hold my hand and I would move. I would want I would want to play in my hair. He would want to play in my hair, but I would refuse. Well, we broke up and he yelled that I was the worst female because I wasn't affectionate. And that was why we couldn't connect. And he cheated because I wouldn't hug or hold his hand to show him I loved him. A few therapy sessions later, we discovered it had something to do with abandonment issues Mm -hmm. or me feeling that I wasn't good enough. After a few homework assignments, I've learned to hug people or rub my person I'm dating back or beard or even let them play in my hair. I don't know how. I don't know. I feel comfortable now that I'm being affectionate. And I let my guard down. Oh, we that was some therapy session talking about it. Thank you for letting me express it to you. Yes, that is a um a big key. That letter actually was perfect for today's episode. Um, a lot of the issues that we are going through right now, the thorns that we have, they were given to us as kids. Everybody's thorn is different. Some people didn't they got love and they didn't receive um stability like shelter and food mm-hmm. some people probably were abused as kids i was one of those kids i was abused at a young age and that allowed me like well most people you think that they would shut down and not want to be around people but i would try to find love in everybody like i always tell people i love you i gotta hug you i gotta get this mm-hmm. and i gotta get kiss and touch you. i mean you know i'm very clingy like I I didn't know how to be alone i always needed somebody so i learned that in therapy so a lot of the issues that y'all are having Check your childhood. That's what I, I like to tell people. Check your childhood because sometimes what happens to you as a child, if you don't address it, it will affect you as an adult and it will affect your relationships. Yeah. And sometimes you will see yourself going through that same pattern or you might end up doing the same thing that happened to you. Um, 
also I have a lot of friends. I'm I noticed in my friend group recently, I'm the one that says I love you or says compliments and stuff to people all the time. I recently had like three of my friends tell me that it was hard for them to say I love you back. Like, I never noticed they didn't tell me they love me back. But one of them was like, I love you too. And I was like, okay. I really didn't notice that you never told me to love me. But she was like, I went to therapy and now I'm learning to say that. Mm -hmm. But I don't take it personal because like somebody said earlier, everybody's right. love language is different. Okay, so I'm going to read one more letter for the sake of time. Um, which one you think I should read? Just point, point at one. The personal trainer. The shortest one, of course. Okay. Uh, dating a personal trainer had his ups and downs. He was so obsessed with all things fitness that it started to get on my nerves at one point, especially when he switched into gear to prepare himself and others for bodybuilding competitions. You dated a high head, so... Cause I know this, yeah, well, brosis, I don't know, but yeah, you dated a high head, so you gotta be careful with them personal trainers. I myself, y'all know I'm team fluffy. I, uh, I couldn't. Mm, Let me see. Yeah, that's a lot right there. Yeah. Um. Read one more. Okay. I would ask you, like, oh. you know, with me, well, both of us, cause you know, we both have been, I try to respond to the letters. So like, you know, with me and my weight being up and down, and then your weight, like, you, when we first met, you was fluffy, but then you went down, and it's like, you go up and down, but it don't be no drastic up and down. It be like 10, 15 pounds, and then yeah. you just stop looking at food, and then you lost the weight right back. Yeah. With me, I smell food and I gain. So, do you think, because sometimes we be on the same thing, like, sometimes we'll both try to lose weight together, and sometimes it'll be just you trying, or it'll mm -hmm. be just me trying. Do you think that personalities change when one person is trying to be more fit than the other? Like, do you think that cause yeah, hostility yeah. in a relationship? I don't think it causes hostility. I think it's like, because maybe you're, you know, people there like work a lot of hours or don't have the same schedule. And it's like the only time that they could be, um, like intertwined, I guess, mm -hmm. with each other is, you know, when they go out for dinner or go, you know, go eat dinner, make dinner. So it's like when that person decides to get healthy and the other person don't. Or isn't interested in getting healthy. It's like it creates a barrier because it's like you know we can't enjoy the same things, or you know well, I'm just gonna get something quickly, or I'm just gonna go get you know yes. this or that or whatever diet or health plan their own. You know, so it's like creates a barrier. But yes. I mean, you have to do what's best for you because then they'll thank you later, especially when their weight drop. Then they can like you know they oh, isn't dang. me. No, no, I'm talking about you. Just talking no, about No, I'm talking about me because. I'm like, damn, let me get my, my shit together. You know, let me. Because when you had shade. dropped that weight, I'm like, oh, I just feel like, you know, I was overweight um, at that time. And yeah. it was hard for Six me because it's months like. months of dedication. It was hard for me because it was like, okay, I'm happy for my husband losing weight, but then. I'm over here gaining weight, and I just feel like it was a lot of pressure on me. Like, okay, well, Cortez really went overweight, and he lost weight. Like, what you doing, Chateau? You know, y'all live together. Y'all in the same house. Why you? That's the pressure that I feel. Like I said, I stopped caring about what people think, and I started caring more about how I felt, and then I started losing weight that way. Yeah. But it was pretty hard for me because it's like, you know, you would be eating healthy some days, but I wouldn't want to eat healthy. And then I'd be like, you know how women be like, baby, you know, mm -hmm. if I'm gaining weight, tell me. And I try to work on it. It'll be days you'll be like, well, you know, Chantal, you'll you, be positive because, you know, my little language. You'll be like, Chantal, you know, I love you. You look great. I still find you attractive, but, you know, yeah. you're starting to look a little, you know, mm -hmm. why? And I'd be like, well, why, 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 And I go on my little rant. And instead of me taking it as you trying to help me, I would take it negative. So I, that's why I said sometimes it'll be. 
the up and down, like she said. So I'll read one more letter and then we're gonna wrap it up. Okay. So this one's a personal trainer too. <laughs> so the personal trainer. Um, I had a lot of personal trainer letters uh, the day I did the episode with oh, okay. um, Cool Bird J. Oh, okay. So she said, "Oh, girl, my experience was hella, hecka short lived. He was fine as heck, but he wanted me to work out and beg, work out and beg. Then I was kind of lanky with a booty, so I didn't see no reason to go hard in the gym like he did." I didn't want any muscles, and I didn't and still don't like exercising. So about three weeks later, we realized we weren't what each other was looking for because I wasn't about to be in the gym seven days out the week. And he didn't just want to lay and watch cartoons on a Saturday morning with me. Saturdays was his go-crazy, go-stupid days. Look, I feel you. you know, I didn't like working out either, but you get the personal trainer. My but you know Justin you weren't you weren't like you know what I'm saying like she's talking about seven days a week. Oh no, you weren't doing no. those seven days a week, and you weren't like you didn't make me feel intimidated because you know when you was with Justin when we worked out together you lost sixty I lost twenty. Yeah, you didn't make me feel like oh well you need to be losing sixty because I'm losing sixty like right. you was cheering for me as if I lost the same way that you did because losing twenty is better than gaining twenty. That's true. So I know I was in the Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning afternoon, like on Saturday. I'm trying to get up and go to the gym on a Saturday. Mm-mm. Not me. No, I mean Saturday morning. Not gonna happen. Yeah, I like to. I like to go like after work or in between yeah, work. Or like midday, you know. But nah. Mm mm. I don't like that Sometimes either. I just want to lay there. You know what I'm talking about? I just lay there. <laughs> <laughs> you so crazy. Now speaking of lay, we're gonna go ahead and lay this episode to bed and go ahead and yep. end these. So I do. Um. Want to tell y'all, if y'all want to write in any letters, you can send them to info at theglassmic.com. In the subject line, you place advice or unscripted events. And you can place your IG handle in those letters or you can be anonymous. And I want to thank you so much for coming on and breaking oh, no the season. Yeah, she is shedding horribly. Y'all, my little shizu, if you're watching, y'all saw her. Her name is Bella. If you're listening on the podcast, you probably heard her sneeze. Y'all done heard so many sound effects on this show today. It don't make any sense. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming onto the show and being so transparent with the people. Go ahead and give them your um, Instagram or any plug-in information you want to let them know. Uh, yeah, I can follow me at Cortez the Great underscore on Instagram. Um, that's about it. Not on Facebook. Well, on Facebook, but I don't. You know, you know don't nobody really touch fa- Facebook before Twitter, family I'm on that and old Snapchat, You know, but yeah, mostly on Instagram. Cortez the Great underscore. Okay. Catch me on there. Catch me outside. How about that? Um, Matchmaking Wednesdays. I'm still not doing any updates. Like I said, if y'all want to see those, you can go on my personal IG or you can go on the Glass Mike's IG and you can look at the highlights and see those. Um, Again, I'm not responsible for if somebody is not single anymore since I posted that. It is up to you to go look. You better play Inspector Gadget. By Inspector Gadget, I mean you go on their page, look at their comments, see who hard-eyed it. And make sure that they ain't got no significant other. Look at the tag photos. Some people are really good. They will clean their page off and they will look single, but they are not. So, again, that's not my responsibility. That is up to you. If you find them attractive, DM them. Right. It's plain as day. They either going to like you or you ain't. And if they don't, then, oh, well, that was your game. And a lot of time you saved. Um, if you want to sponsor an episode of The Glass Mic, you can write us on The Glass Mic pages on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Or you can email info at The Glass Mic. Uh, dot com and of course you know we are on youtube patreon i have been um 
neglecting y'all my babies i'm so 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 sorry i promise to give y'all some updated content soon um also if you want to just send like little happies because i know i purchased products on behalf of the glass mic and i also do donations to the people on behalf of the glass mic so if you are interested you can uh cash out the glass mic podcast yep. you can see the uh links on the link tree that's in the bio and lastly, subscribe, rate, and review. I am on all podcasting platforms, Pandora, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, all that good stuff. Like, I'm on everything. Um, lastly, of course, follow me at the Chantal Lewis, T-H-E-C-H-A-N-T-A-L-L-L-E-W-I-S, and the Glass Mic, um, T-H-E-G-L-A-S-S-M-I-C on Instagram. So I just want to thank y'all again for tuning into the Glass Mic where there is no script, just transparent talk. I want to thank you again to my husband Cortez for coming on the show and loving on y'all and being open with y'all. Y'all better take it because he is really low key. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I'm the talk of the way, obviously. Right. If Cortez is talking, you better listen. <laughs> I want to thank you again for coming on. I also yeah. want to thank our sponsors for supporting the vision and the brand. And I want to thank our listeners. And I do this for my family. I do this for my friends. But most importantly, I do this for the people. For the people. I'm Chantal Says It All. And hey. as always, I love y'all. Hey, y'all. So I've created a personal subscription called Patreon for my followers also known as the people so that y'all can see and hear content that didn't make the show so to get onto that go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and pick the two that's best for you of course they're all budget friendly but my personal favorite is the i'm all in tier because that one has the juiciest information no edits no cuts some name drops all of that good stuff so again go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and tune in thank y'all